All right, here we go. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Surviving the Badge. I'm here with my, uh, I'm the host, Ronnie, my other host, John, and we have JT in the house. Woo! JT is taking the place of, or filling in for Camille tonight, because Camille is out camping, um, getting eaten by skeeters and everything else, I'm sure. So, uh, good luck with that, Mr. Mr. Meal. So, uh, but anyway... So we are going to talk tonight a little bit about um, the Amon Arbery case, and I'll let John go into all that. Him and JT are going to take care of all that. But uh, let's talk about our beer moment. All right, beer moment tonight. We're beer, try. Moment. Beer, beer moment. Beer moment. Beer moment. Beer moment. All right, here we go. We are do tonight. It's Ponce Inlet Light, which is a blonde ale by the Ormond Brewing Company. And Ponce Inlet, for those of you that do not know, it's just north of New Smyrna Beach, and it's right there on the ocean here in Central Florida. It is just west of the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, probably uh, a good... Can't miss it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, if you're in the oh. ocean, I just had a west. show fail. Uh-huh. I just had a show fail. For those of you, I hope you didn't see that. I just poured my beer... Because I'm pouring it with my left hand like a knucklehead. I just poured it all over the bar. But you know what? That's what bars are for. So Another nice golden beer. Yeah, yeah, I like that. This one's a little darker. A little darker, a little darker but one, it's yeah. still golden. A little, yeah, darker. a little darker. But, uh, yeah, I like that. That's, <sighs> That's unexpected. Yes. It's sweet. It's got a little yeah. sweet. A little sweeter. Yeah, it is. It's smooth. It's a lot better than I anticipated. Oh. Ponce Inlet Light mm. Blonde Ale by the Ormond Brewing Company. And I will give this, let me try it again real quick. To break up the ties and all that, I'm going to give this a 7.75. Ooh, okay. okay. All, right. all right, Mr. JT. I gave the last one a 7.5. This one I'm going to go an 8.0. I Ooh. think I like this one a little bit more, yeah. All right. Well, I don't like this one as much as I do the other one. It's a little Ooh, more. Yes. It's got a little more creamy. Like I don't know. It stays in your mouth a little longer. The aftertaste, but it's it's very very good. I'm gonna go six. Yeah, six. Okay. All right. No, nah, six point five. Okay. okay. All right. All right. They appreciate six point five. Awesome. Yeah. We're gonna go to okay. the Arbery case. Yeah, we're Let's gonna discuss the Armit Arbery case, and I also wanna. Kind of reference the Kyle Rittenhouse case in regards to this because both cases have basically kind of taken over the news cycle mm-hmm. right now. Um, Kyle Rittenhouse, when we're doing this show today, um, Kyle Rittenhouse was found guilt found not guilty um, of three, Everything. two homicides, um, one aggravated battery. There were like five charges. Total. Five charges, yeah, all yeah. not guilty. Basically, due to self-defense. He yep. used self-defense as his defense, and he was found not guilty. Um, and in the armored armory case, um, three men are charged, um, two with um, murder, and then one is charged with felony murder. Because dun, 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 dun. Okay. And his other charge was attempted um, false imprisonment. Because felony murder is when someone someone dies as a result of your commission of a felony. So, in this case, Armand Arbery died. 
Although William Roddy Bryant did not participate in the killing of him, he was involved in the attempted false imprisonment of him, and that's why he's being charged with felony murder. And I have this gentleman, uh, Mr. Arbery's uh, picture on the screen now. That is what the that was his graduation picture. I'm assuming um, looks like just to kind of reference who we're talking about. Good. Okay, so on February 23rd, 2020, Armand Arbery um, was shot and killed um, in Brunswick, Brunswick, Georgia, in Glynn County. Glynn County police responded and did not make an arrest. Um, what preceded this incident? Um, Travis McMichael and Gregory McMichael, the two suspects, mm -hmm. um, Somehow, they're, they're saying that there were several burglaries in the area, and uh, they suspected Arbery was the person who committed those burglaries in the area. Um, apparently, there was video surveillance of a house under construction or a building under, under construction, and there was video of Arbery entering said construction, house under construction. Or someone matching his description. But... Never saw him take anything. So at minimum, you're if if that was Arbery who entered the construction site, you're still dealing with essentially a misdemeanor. Well, in Florida, it's a felony it, if, it's if it's a properly posted posted. construction right. site. Which right. how many <laughs> how many residential constructions have you seen properly posted? Zero. Mm. <laughs> um, properly posted. It may say this is, but it's not properly posted. Well, why the hell was he there? <laughs> well, I, I get that. <laughs> but that's I get you. That's I get previous you. to this day. I'm gonna have to have some Jack Daniels. I can always right. tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, so anyway, McMichael and the two McMichaels apparently see Arbery running through the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Yep, and they're like, "That's the guy who's been breaking into the houses." So they decided they're gonna give chase, and they're chasing them and. Yelling at him to stop. Now, keep in mind, these are two private citizens chasing him down in a pickup truck. And weren't they armed with long guns? Well, one had a, uh, a shotgun, a short barrel shotgun, and the other one had a uh, uh, Colt 45, I believe. Okay. At this, point, at this point, they hadn't displayed weapons or anything like that. Okay, I gotcha. Okay, but they're chasing this guy, and then mm -hmm. he cuts through the subdivision, and they turn around and double back and you know this guy's fleeing on foot and they keep losing sight of him and they find him and then I guess this uh, William Bryan all right he decides to get involved in the chase okay and they end up trying to like pin Arbery in okay so that they can stop him and hold him for police supposedly because he's been committing all these burglaries now you got to keep in mind they didn't see him commit a burglary today. Correct. They don't have any evidence that he's the one who, who committed any burglaries in the past. They do not have positive identification on the video. Even so they, they think. they're just private citizens who think this guy's up to no good because he was apparently jogging through the neighborhood. They're saying he was running. I'm assuming they're saying he was running because he they're saying he was fleeing the neighborhood fleeing the scene of the crime. The problem is, you have to establish there was a crime 
that he's fleeing from. Right. If you're going to try to detain someone. And it's and you can easily argue that if two dudes, for lack of a better term, start chasing you with a vehicle, you're probably going to run away or want to get away from those said dudes. Correct. Even if he did commit the crime. But if he didn't, who are you to stop him? Mm-hmm. But yet, they decide to pursue him, and then William Bryant gets involved, and they basically trap him. Mm-hmm. Okay, and now Arbery's like, where am I going to go? What can I do? You know, yeah. um, now Gregory McMichael, the father, is in the bed of the pickup truck. And he's pointing his 45 handgun at him. You know, saying, I'll blow your head off, I'll blow your head off. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Travis McMichael, I believe, is on the other side of the car. And Arbery tries to run around. And I guess he's going to, he may or may not have been trying to attack Travis McMichael. Okay. Try to take him down, or something of that nature. It, well, again, we've already discussed, here's a guy who did nothing wrong, mm-hmm. being chased by now three people, one with a gun right. that he knows of. So Travis McMichael pulls out his shotgun <clears throat> and says he's going to, uh, you know, and then at first I guess he said that he did not, or at first he said um, Arbery grabbed the gun, right. and he felt he had to shoot him. Then on the stand the other day... And you can see that on the video, right? where he, you know, where he dives in like he's trying to grab the gun. But, go ahead, I'm sorry. You know, but then it's a matter of, first he said he grabbed the gun, then he said on the stand, I believe it was yesterday, he said he tried to grab the gun. You know, the prosecution was like, did he grab the gun or did he try to grab the gun? Yeah. There might be a difference there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, he tried to grab the gun. <clears throat> I misspoke to the officer. So, um, so these weren't off-duty cops or anything else, right? Well, that, that's, that's the interesting thing because it actually raises the level of their responsibility. Right. Gregory McMichael is technically a retired LEO. Okay. Um, and he worked for, as an investigator in the Brunswick Judicial Circuit Court from 1995 through 2019. Right. Apparently there was like two or three times where his certification was coming to question and they, they got him a waiver and then, so they, he got his certification back, but then it went again and he never got his waiver again. So he lost all arrest powers. Right. Okay. But if you're a retired cop, you have more knowledge than the general citizen, we hope, (laughs) that, you know, I mean, there are laws out there. Yeah. Okay. Gregory McMichael is, uh, I'm sorry, Travis McMichael, um, apparently he served in the Coast Guard, and he had a lot of training for um, boarding other boats and stuff like that for inspections and you know, apprehensions and things right. like that. And yeah. and while on the stand, he was asked about all this training, and now he's got this use of force training, and how to de-escalate situations, and all that stuff. So he, he's 
implying I'm super. I'm, I'm smarter than the average bear when it right. comes to this sort of stuff. Yeah, I, I can handle it. I've got some training. I've yeah. been there, done that. Right. Yep. I know <clears throat> how this is supposed to go. Yeah, right. Um, now, and I have no indication that William Bryan has any law enforcement uh, training whatsoever. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but they're actual, one is actually a retired police officer or a decertified but no longer working in police. But he worked there for almost 25 years, mm-hmm. you know, and was an investigator for the court system. And all. He's aware of the laws. Yeah. And the other one's Coast Guard, and then you've got down here um, in your notes that the other one, Brian, was a mechanic. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yet, as the details start to come out more about this and the, the court case that's going on right now, it, for lack of a better term, this doesn't look good. No, it does not. Um, and then there is also a lot of problems because... Um, the state attorney for the jurisdiction, or prosecutor, um, every area has their own name for the state's attorney, district attorney, or prosecutor. Yeah. They're all pretty much the SAO, same. Yeah. DA, yeah, whatever. Um, the original one, she used to work with Gregory McMichael, so she recused herself. Um, the second prosecutor who took over the case made a decision not to file charges because they were in compliance with the citizen's arrest law of Georgia and the self-defense law of Georgia. That was his decision that it did. Now, well, I, I felt it was important, and I didn't write it down this time, um, but I did look up the citizen's arrest law in Georgia to see how it complies. Okay. You can arrest them sons of bitches. Well, I mean, a lot of a lot of states do have That's a direct a, quote. A, <laughs> <laughs> said Georgia. Uh-huh. <clears throat> aren't aren't you from a from a city over on the the eastern side of 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 our area yeah. here? Yeah. That is a lot like backwoods Georgia. Uh, we adhere to a lot of Georgia law. <laughs> And, yeah, there's there's where, a lot of where there's lots of trailers yeah. and, and okay. uh, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the wow. city the city has its own statute book and on the cover is a picture of Yosemite Sam. That's a true yeah, story. yeah, exactly. That is, that is yeah, true. we're we're the rootinest tootinest city this side of the Mississippi. I had a buddy of mine that uh, that got out of the academy and he went and uh, was an officer over in that area uh-huh. and he said, man. The calls he used to get over there. Oh, he yeah. says, "He said, man, if you had five people at the call, and all of them together had more than ten teeth, he says you were in high cotton over there, buddy." I'm the, telling you right you're now. You're talking to the the high class folks. Oh, oh yeah, you're. Yeah, yeah. This is high class. Oh yeah, fellers. Yeah. So the. Yeah. The toothbrush was invented there? That's uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Anywhere else <laughs> it would be called the teeth brush? Yeah, absolutely. But so there it's a toothbrush because you only got one. Yeah, that's yep. good. Yep. Okay, so these guys, Gregory McMichael definitely had law enforcement training. Mm-hmm. Um, Travis McMichael had self-defense or in, in training on that. And uh, Brian has no training, is just a mechanic. Um, but I looked at the laws, citizens arrest. And it's essentially the same thing for law enforcement to make an arrest. 
okay? Because if you witness someone committing a crime, mm-hmm. you can detain them. Right. If you have, you know, this is for a citizen in Georgia, if you have probable cause to believe that someone committed a felony, you can detain them. Well, that's basic arrest laws. Yeah. That, we have, that yeah. law enforcement has to comply with. Yeah. Okay, well, we've already established there was no, no crime occurred in their presence. Running down the street is not a crime. Right. You know, being in a neighborhood that they're not familiar with you this is not crime. a crime. So trespass on a construction site or just plain trespass is a crime. It it is, however, they didn't have the probable the probable cause at that. It didn't that part did not occur in their presence there. Right. Okay, now if it's a felony and again, I didn't. I don't know if it was a properly posted construction site that yeah, meets, no, I, I, that just meets felony standards yeah. in Georgia. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. Okay, but it didn't. You know, they didn't witness that either, and they don't have any. They haven't established any link that he committed any crime there gotcha. at that point. Yep, right. yep, yep. Yet, the uh, state attorney says. Uh, it's in compliance with the uh, citizen's arrest law. And therefore, with the citizen's arrest law, well, then they're making a lawful detention. And therefore, you might be able to say that they, they were able to do that. All right, so up on the screen, I have the gentleman with the the um, white mustache and beard. Who would that be? Um, the older gentleman? Yeah, or the, the older gentleman. That's probably Gregory. I yeah, can't see it. So okay, that's, that's fine. Yeah, okay. And then the red-headed one with yeah, the, the red-headed beard? Is, yeah. Red-headed is Travis. Yep. That's Travis McMichael? Yeah. Yes. Okay. They're brothers? Father, Father, son. Father, son. Father, son. Okay, yeah. I thought you said brothers. My bad. But, you know, much like some of your places, um, Travis lives with mommy and daddy and his son. <laughs> My places. <laughs> I like how you snuck that in. Yeah. Showing! Yeah, we... Boy, we fit, we fit as many as we can into the single wide. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once, once it gets too full, we got to take. That's it out. right. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. All right. So those are your two shooters that I just had on the screen there, um, that that we have evidence of anyway. So we'll go from there. Complete side note. I will tell you that. Uh oh. Side note. My elementary school mascot was the super skeeter. It was a mosquito. Back to you. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm not kidding. That wow. is a state bird park, yes. that, that is. We only had one school in town. It's the elementary school because most people, that's as far as they get. Wow. And mascot, Super Skeeters. Look it up. Alrighty then. Back to I you. love it. Yep. Back to you, John. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the prosecutor decides not to file charges, saying they acted legally under uh, Georgia citizen arrest and self-defense laws. Early May, a video of the incident starts circulating online. Um, and then on May 7, 2020, Gregory Travis, Mc, Gregory and Travis McMichael were arrested and charged with murder and aggravated assault. And then on 521, William Bryan has been charged with felony murder and attempt to commit false imprisonment. So the three are now on trial. Um, and 
It's getting pretty close to a verdict right now. Yeah, I thought they won it. They've already got them out for deliberation, right? Or I don't think the judge has given them deliberation yet. Okay. I think he just gave them offer today. But it's or, close. It's yeah. close. Yeah, it's yeah. Close. yeah. I, I I think defense has rested, but right. they haven't had final uh, um, final arguments. Final arguments. Right. Um, so crazily, um, is that a word? Crazily, is that a word? It's absolutely a word. Is that a word? It's it is close. a word. Seriously? Yes. I, Somebody needs to respond. Is crazily a word? I, I, crazily, it is. I don't know words. <laughs> I don't think it is. All right. But anyway, God. Ironically, I Oh, wait. While we're having a joke here, Chase popped in. I haven't seen Chase since, like, the first show. Yeah, thanks yeah. for coming back. Yeah. It says it takes a special person to wear the badge and be that thin blue line you all discussed last week. God bless y'all and every current and retired officer out there. Oh, man. Thank you. Thank I you. really appreciate yeah. that, Chase. Well said. And um, I just like the reference yeah, to being thin. For those of you watching that don't know JT, how many of you think, and you have to be around my age or John's age, is that not Max Headroom from the old Coke commercials? Max? <laughs> See? Max Headroom. I'm telling you, that's Max Headroom. He almost Headroom. got the old hairstyle back then. I, I almost got it. It's grown out now. It's grown yeah. out, and now it's got to be nearly perfect. Yes. We it's love us some JT. Sorry, so, I didn't introduce him properly. Now, so now, now Travis McMichael ended up uh, testifying on the stand, which is probably one of the biggest mistakes ever. And, Except and, for Rittenhouse. Well, yeah. he saved his own bacon well, and, when and he that, did. That's where, I'm, that's where I'm going with this, because we're, we're going to do a little comparison between Rittenhouse and Travis. Well, Rittenhouse. let's get going. All right. Well, shut up, then. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's one of those things where if you're truly not guilty or innocent, it's not a problem to take the stand. Correct. If you're not not guilty, therefore you are guilty. You shouldn't take the stand. <laughs> yeah. You're going to sink yourself. Right. Yeah, that was yeah. a big headline yesterday. Was yes. Under questioning from the prosecutor, something along the lines of, did he try to attack you or did he, something like that. I can't remember the specific question, but he said on the stand, no, he right. was just running, something to that effect. Yes. And that's Yeah, I mean, what's the difference between this incident and Kyle Rittenhouse and the fact that Assuming that what McMichael is saying is 100% true that he was going to grab the gun, well, that's why it was deemed self-defense for Kyle Rittenhouse. What is the difference between those two situations? Well, to me, Rittenhouse was being chased. These guys were chasing Yes. There you go. Yeah. So it wasn't like he was running for these two were running out of fear of this individual was going to attack them or hurt them, shoot them, kill them, whatever. They were freaking chasing this guy. Right. right. You know, I mean, big freaking difference there. They were armed. He never brandished a firearm in any way, shape, or form, or even brandished a weapon that I'm aware of. No. Or anything that'd be construed as a weapon. Right. And these other people in the Rittenhouse case. Did, except for the one guy that first got shot. But anyway, yeah, I mean, it's just it's, In this it's case, crazy. again, taking what Travis McMichael is saying um, happened, had Arbery actually grabbed the weapon from McMichael, shot him, and then shot um, 
Gregory McMichael, mm -hmm. Arbery would be claiming self-defense and would be justified and would be cleared of all charges, in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. He was the one who was being, he was victimized. Yep. He had the right to use deadly force at that point. Again, yeah. I mentioned on the last show, subject officer factors. He's one guy versus three. Two of them we know definitely were armed. We don't know if uh, Brian was armed. Right. So now he's got three subjects against him. Two of them definitely armed. Yeah. He's at deadly force at this point. Right. Totally agree. Yeah. And and. So All right. So let's let's transition here. All right. Um, real quick. Because we're getting a little bit short on time here. Um, let's transition to... Um, you get to the scene. You're the investigator. Okay. They've called you. You got you out of bed. You know, you're freaking making love to the old lady. You got wow. a freaking right. you know, beer in the hand. Okay. You know, the kids sleeping. So far, this is going great. It's going great. Yeah. All right. And they say, Junie or JT, get your ass down here. Okay. We need you down here because we have a murder. Or what we, well, we've got a shooting. Yes. You arrive on scene, the commander on scene, let's just say it's me. Mm -hmm. Say I have these two individuals, these three individuals over here. Um, and I've got this dead guy over here. Right. And I've got a 12 gauge and I've got a 45 and I've got nothing on this guy. Here you go. Oh so boy. you're going to go, oh, shit, call my team. Yes. Because you're going to oh, need. I'm, I'm calling everybody. You're going to need freaking what? Crime scene techs? We need crime scene techs. Okay. We need Tell us of, what you would do. It, of course, depends on the agency and everything else, small agency versus big. But, yeah, in a, in a big scene like that, even if we're small, I'm reaching out to the bigger, like, sheriff's office, whoever yep. we can use as some sort of evidence technicians, crime scene techs. Have them show up. Have them en route, at least. Um We'll have to get a hold of the medical examiner at one point, but we can put that on the on the side burner for a second. Uh, I've already called my team. Any other detective, <laughs> any other detective that's answering the phone, Help! yeah. And I'm going to start it off by by saying the one main thing that every detective would want to hear is, "Hey, do you want to make some overtime?" Yeah, that's if I'm if I'm waking somebody up, that's what yep. I want to say. And I'm getting everybody there, and then. Okay, we got we got these guys here. Make sure they're separated for crying out loud. Don't let them talk to each other. Yep. Phones, make sure they're off their phones, all that sort of stuff. Just have right now, be there. we don't know if they're suspects. We don't know who. If they're, they're victims. Right. I mean, we don't know. Right. I mean, you, you've just got the preliminary stuff. So you got to get everybody separated, turn all their electronics off. You know, you want to call your wife while I'm standing here and say, I'm okay, I'm going to be late. That's fine, but that's it. We're not going on anything else. You're not calling your. Nobody else. Right. You know, nobody else. And, and, Unless I want to call an attorney. Yeah, yeah of course. Well, they, they if I'm going to question them. If right. I'm not questioning them, they ain't calling nobody. Yeah, right. And and the big thing, and this is something I, I saw, and the technology aspect. Yeah. When you tell, you got to stress, hey, make sure they're not goofing around on their phones. Yeah. Because maybe one of them videotaped something, or vid videotaped. That's how old I am, I guess. But maybe one of them videoed something, recorded something with the I don't phone. know if I overlooked this. And now they're erasing it. Well, yes. Yeah, you but the, the video that was released was William Bryan's video. There we go. But I'm saying, but now they're releasing it because yep. it looks bad on them. Yes. That would have been So what are we going to do? The first day. We're going to seize. We're seizing everything. Everything, we're seizing, right? We're seizing, yeah, we're seizing And we're phones. writing tickets or, I'm sorry. Tickets, yeah. Search warrants. Yep. 
Audience search for phones, phones, for everything. Everything. Okay. Exactly. And that comes down the road. Yeah, yeah, that comes we'll, down the road. We'll get to there when we need to get there. But in the in the immediate, also, I'm having anybody that's there to help out. Hey, go look for cameras. Yep. Anybody's got cameras around here, up high, down low, wherever. Ring doorbell Freaking cameras. Freaking ring cameras. Oh, Absolutely. Yep. Well, and we, we might have had like hunting cameras. Hunting cameras, cameras. Trail cameras. You never know. Anything. I mean, it is Georgia. It, that's you're, that's you're very that that's that's very true. Tooth cameras. I mean, you, <laughs> you never know, man. I mean, yeah, you look out. You know anything? And and <laughs> let's let's start. We'll get another team together. Let's start going door to door to door, knocking on doors. This was in a neighborhood, right? There was a house that was being built. Right. So there were houses around. Start knocking on doors. Hey, did you hear anything? Did you see anything? You never know. You all know? right. So you've done all of your at scene stuff. You've got these three guys, and you're taking them to the station. Right. Okay, medical examiner showed up. He's grabbed the body. Livery service is there. They've taken the body on in. You said, hey, do not anyone touch this body. We are going to need an autopsy, right? Right. right. Because the body's evidence, every part of the body's evidence. Yes. So nobody touches this body. Nobody goes anywhere with that body except for right to the ME's office or to the morgue. And it's sealed up until we do an autopsy. All right, so you're heading back to do these three guys' interviews and all that. How are you going to go about that, do you think? Based off of what I've gathered at the scene, that's going to kind of dictate who I'm talking to and in what order. Okay. If I can. If I can get some sort of an idea of, like, okay, who's involved. A timeline. A timeline. You know, if obviously somebody's been shot, who is the shooter? There's probably one person, I'm assuming. Maybe there's more, but I try to figure that out. Oh, so one, one fact. On scene. What is the one thing that you're going to do before you leave that scene? Almost as soon as you get there and you get your team there and your forensic guys there, what are you going to want to do on all four individuals? The victim that's laying there dead and all three individuals. What are you going to want to do? GSR. What is that? Uh, Gunshot residue. Okay, And why? Because that's going to help you determine, if you don't know who your shooter is, that might help you determine who it is. There you go. Okay. So we're back at the station. We've done all, and we just talked about GSR on uh, the last show, or two shows ago, I think it was, me and Camille and and John were talking about it. Anyway, go ahead. So, So, yeah. So we get back to to the station, and I'm going to try to prioritize who I'm talking to. Like, if, if... for me, at least, I'll tell you, if, if I know who my shooter is, mm-hmm. that's the last person I talk with. Right. Because I'm going to talk with my, my, my other people that were there. Com- uh, once again, I need these folks to be independent of each other right. completely. I and they have them. been. Yes. Okay. Every one of them has been completely independent. No phones, no nothing. They've been sitting. Right. And so when I sit down and talk with them, mostly it's going to be, tell me a story. Not tell me a story as in tell me a lie. Tell me what happened. And I'll let them start from wherever is important to them. Because that even matters. Because what, what's important to them, where they start this story, that may kind of show me where this kicked off. So I'm going to say, just go. Tell me. All right. So they all tell you your story, the, the, the story that they well, want to they well, well, go well, why, why Why do you want the shooter to go last? If you've already identified who the shooter is. Yeah, I was getting there. Good. Yep. Okay. Because then if the shooter starts telling me a version that doesn't match the other two guys, especially if I've got the other two guys that are somewhat consistent with each other, and then the shooter starts telling me some things that are completely off base, then I know I'm, I have something going on. Who would have the most reason to lie? If, it, if there's a shooter who did a shooting that wasn't really justified, boy, that would, that would be a reason to lie. 
And we used to use that out there when we did interdiction <clears throat> on the interstate. As you would separate them all, where are you going? Where are you coming from? Yes. And why are you going there? Yep. And you get all three different stories. You know they're, they're freaking hauling dope. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's so they're so stupid. <laughs> you know, it's so freaking easy to just pick them off. It, it's so freaking easy once you get them out of the car. And it's, and especially in when especially with something like this that happens very kind of spur of the moment. Right. Absolutely. But even something like if they're hauling dope, a lot of things with with bad guys with criminals. Cooper's hey, Cooper. Cooper's scratching hard, boy. Coop. <laughs> they don't, they That's don't. Cooper the Wonder Dog. Sorry, guys. That's the ching, ching, ching. It's not Christmas time yet, but it's close. They, they don't have a backup plan. Right. They don't have a cover story most of the time. So right. You start asking them even, even basic <laughs> questions. They they'll start they'll start lying to you, but, but then those stories don't match up. So right. That's, that's You're sitting where, in a room with him by himself. What's your name? My name? Yeah, my yeah. name. Who, who me? Yeah. Are you talking to me? Yeah. All right. So you've got all your stories. You've got you know everything, and and now you're putting your kind of your whole case together, and you're realizing, holy cow, man, these guys chased this guy all the way through a neighborhood, and when they got out and confronted him, the fight was on, and they blasted him. Yeah. So what are you going to do now? Are you ready to arrest at least one or two people? Do you think or? Yeah, depending on exactly how much I have. I mean, yeah. It, the problem is, is we talked about this a little bit in the Rittenhouse situation too. This is one of those. It's not, you know, this isn't some small level crime. This is, you know, somebody got shot right. and killed here. So it, that one's really going to be dictated by what we have. And what, what happens when they have. lawyer up? And they all say, "I'm not saying shit. I lawyered up. I'm not saying nothing. I want my lawyer." Well, and I, I don't want to interrupt that thing, but we, we I'm going to jump out for just a right. second. You guys keep. We, we I got to let her. We have out. stepped over a huge point in what the detectives or patrol needs to do. Okay, because if if any one of them told you, well, we were trying. He was running through the neighborhood, so we tried to stop him because we thought he committed a crime. Mm-hmm. Don't you think we need to establish, hey, did a crime occur? Exactly. Yes. You know, let's go find out. Did anyone's house get burglarized? Was there was there anything that happened? Because at, at some point, that's going to be hugely important. Right. Yep. Did a crime occur? Yeah. To, to validate what they're saying. Right. Yeah. Not saying that it would have justified all that happened, but if they went and found... You know, three dead bodies in a house. Okay. Yeah. It's still, the way this was handled, they still should go to jail for murder, mm-hmm. but oh, maybe not. And see, and, and part of, I think, what what uh, what Ronnie was getting at, too, is you, you've got an issue with speedy trial. If you arrest somebody, then that's going to start the clock. So right. you want to make sure that that's, I think a lot of people in, in, the, in the general world don't fully understand that. If they right. think something's happened and police don't make an arrest, why, why, didn't you, why didn't you arrest them right then and there? Well, yes, that's starting the clock for they can right. go to trial and basically force as soon your hand. As, as soon as the state attorney has to make a filing decision and decides to file charges, what's known as speedy trial attaches... And I believe it's 90 days for a misdemeanor and six months for a felony. 100% confidence. Okay, and and I'm not sure about the timing, and I don't know if every state is the same. Um, But the prosecutor has to present trial. 
present at trial. Now, the more significant a case is, normally they're going to, the, the defense will waive speedy trial because they know the evidence or the prosecutor has the evidence and all that good stuff. They want time to prepare their case. But if they know they file charges way too quick, they're not even going to be able to get the evidence in there. Okay, for a homicide, mm-hmm. okay, you're going to need the autopsy report. Right. Okay, the autopsy report takes how long? Depending on where you're at, it can take six months. Yeah. So you may not want to file criminal charges, you know, until you've got that. Right. Yep. And so you but, have all things you gotta gotta consider. So anyway, um, based on this case, do you think that, like Kyle Rittenhouse, these uh, any of these three deserves to be uh, found not guilty based on these laws of self-defense or the privilege of self-defense? I'll tell you, from what I've seen, and I, I, I can tell you right now in all, all honesty, I have not followed this one step by step like I followed the Rittenhouse case. Um, from what I've seen, though, the self-defense defense doesn't really hold much water to me. It doesn't seem like it. And um, once again, talked about in the last last show, nuance. This is not that's not the same because they're just not the same. There's a lot of details mm-hmm. between this and the Rittenhouse case that are very, very, very different. I totally agree. And and just like anything in life, though, the I don't want to say the media, but basically whatever's out there telling you what to think and what to feel, they want to make things so easy mm-hmm. for you to digest. They want to make it real simple so they can just force it down your throat. Well, in most things in life, that's not the case. There's a lot of in the middle here. And I, I have to admit that I did not <clears throat> watch a lot of the videos and stuff that were out in reference to this. I did watch a little bit of it. Um, I think initially their pursuit of this individual, I don't think that they had reasonable belief, well, probable cause, but I don't think that they had enough to warrant the stopping of this individual forcibly. Do I think maybe they, you know, thought, hey, why is he going through these construction sites and why is he in the neighborhood and this and that? To follow him and just keep an eyeball on him and call the police and say, hey, you know, we've never seen this guy before. He's been in out of some construction site areas. We don't know if he's doing theft or if he's just, you know, looking for a job. We don't know. But you guys might want to come down here and just do a consensual encounter, make contact with him. Hey, who are you? Blah, 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 whatever. I think that's the way it should have been handled. Um, I think that by them boosting this up to the way they did they created this entire situation, and it happened because of what they did, not because of what he did. Mm-hmm. And I think at the very end, okay, you know, they get out, and they're confronting whatever. Maybe he did lunge and grab for the gun or whatever. I think at this point, this guy thought he was, he was going to die. Yeah. I really thought he was going to die, and he was grabbing the gun to save his own ass. I, I really do. And I think that these guys are going to go down. I, I really do. And from what I, only from what I've seen, I'm not saying I've seen everything that I'm, you know, that they're guilty, but from what I've seen, I, I think they're going to go down. I agree, but, you know, much like the uh, Rittenhouse case, it's going to go to the, a jury of their peers, mm-hmm. and that's the important thing. I haven't watched the entire trial, but what I've seen is not good for them. And based on the information I have, I think they're going to go to prison. Yeah, I do too. All right, so closing closing arguments. Um, Junie, I mean, we kind of already agreed on whatever 
You agree they're probably going down? Yeah. Yeah, I do I, too. I, I, I agree yeah. with that. I think they're going down. Absolutely. John, okay, me too. Listen, we forgot to mention in, in this show our uh, sponsors. So, John, go ahead and give us the right. well, beer we moment beer. sponsor. We got our beer from Kenny's Grocery, um, which is located in Orange City at 1792 and French Avenue. They have about 500 different craft beers. It's a little hole-in-the-wall grocery store, basically convenience store. Also west of the Atlantic. Yes, it, it, yes, it too is west of the Atlantic. Thank you. Yes. And our second sponsor is uh, CNR Constructors, general contractor out of Central Florida, specializing in commercial uh, build-outs and home remodels. They also have a services division to take care of any of your commercial service needs that you may need. We really appreciate your guys' sponsorship. Thank you very much. And if you all could, if you're watching this, if you're watching this on YouTube, please make sure that you like and subscribe to the channel. Uh, we try to put together a show. We do research on this show. It really takes a lot of work to do this in the production and everything. We really appreciate you guys very much. Thank you so much for tuning in and giving us a, a like on the video. Thank you very much. And uh, that's all really I have, guys. Until two weeks ago or two weeks from now, show... Um, when are we doing the live show? 17th, 17th of yes. December? Yes. Guys, you're going to want to tune in on the 17th of December. We are going to have our three wives, John, my, and Camille's wives here. And they're going to talk about their experiences as wives behind the badge. And it is going to be probably a good hour and a half show. We may break it. We'll break it up probably. I don't think so. Yeah, we're just doing it all in one show. Right. Make it easy. But, because, uh, you know, when you get the wives yakking, so <laughs> I'm going to get beat for that. <laughs> but anyway, um, tune in for that show, and thank you again very much, guys, for, for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. And remember. Oh, I'm empty. I know, I'm empty, too. I'm empty. That's, that's okay. Right. Say it. We here at Surviving the Badge, we still got we your still six. still got your six. Absolutely. Mm -hmm.